Koinonia, a place of encounter with the Holy Spirit and transformation by the principles of God's kingdom. Let's turn this song into a very powerful prayer. Lord, I obtain grace to wait. Lift your voice and pray. I obtain grace to wait. I obtain grace to wait. They that wait upon the Lord, they shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as the eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Please pray. Pray from the depth of your heart. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. One more prayer point. Father, my heart is opened. My spirit is opened. Visit me tonight. Lift your voice and pray. My heart is opened. Visit me tonight. Visit me tonight. Give me a visitation tonight in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Father, we are here tonight in the name of Jesus. We are here again in the school of the Spirit. We are here again in the place where you make men. My help cometh from the Lord, the maker. We are here to be made. We are here to be lifted. We are here to be enlightened. We are here to be empowered. We are here for very definite encounters tonight. And Lord, we cry, we cry in the name of Jesus that our expectations will not be cut short. Tonight we pray that you will heal the sick. We pray that you will deliver the oppressed. Let the veil, O oh God, that stands between our desires and their manifestations, let the veils be torn into pieces. Holy Spirit, we grant you access, not only access to this place, but access to our lives access to our minds access to our hearts access to our destinies that you will manipulate everything to look like Christ we give you all the praise in the name of Jesus Christ amen and amen please be seated God bless you good evening hallelujah Praise the Lord. Let me again 
welcome very specially all those who are worshiping with us for the first time it's always an honor as we receive people who have come from different places far and near hallelujah tonight we're going to pray but then what I'm about to share with you tonight I pray in the name of Jesus that you will never forget it for the rest of your life I pray that you will add it to the archives of the mysteries of the kingdom that you will use to rot righteousness in this life in the name of Jesus I remain committed to sharing with us the truths of the Word of God that make men that lift men that empower men and when these truths come it's important that our hearts receive them receive them receive them are we together you can listen but it does not mean you are receiving you can hear you can even take notes there are two notes there is the tablet on your hand and there is a tablet of your heart says do not let them depart from you keep them in the midst of your heart they are life to those who find them and health to your flesh hallelujah Psalms 106 verse 4 Koinonia is a place where every time we gather it's not only an encounter with the Holy Spirit it's a feast of lights the mysteries of the kingdom the principles by which the saints command victory in their lives and in their territories. We're going to read two verses together and then I'll just establish a few things and we will pray. Psalms 106 and verse 4. Please let's read together if you can see it. One to read. Remember me, O Lord, with the favor that thou bearest unto thy people. O visit me with thy salvation scripture number two Isaiah 49 from verse 14 to 16 Isaiah 49 let's read together one to read but Zion said the Lord hath forsaken me and my Lord hath forgotten me 15 can a woman forget her suckling child that she should not have compassion on the son of her womb. Yea, they may forget, yet I will not forget you. 16. Behold, I have graven thee upon the palms of my hands. Thy walls are continually before me. Help us, Holy Spirit, the book of remembrance. Write it down. I want to share with you a very powerful and spiritual mystery very deep spiritual mystery the book of remembrance Yahweh, 
Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done. Yahweh. 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 Let your kingdom Apostle John was banished on account of the testimony of Christ. Please sit down. And whilst John was in heaven, he had access to many, many truths about the operation of heaven. John was told to write a letter to the seven churches in the then Asia Minor which were a typology of the complete church, admonishing them across different lines of the spirit walk. Then John had access to the throne room where he saw the worship of the Father and the worship of the Lamb. Then John had access to the things that will happen thereafter. He began to see the end of times and the desolation that would come upon the nations then when we get to chapter 20 John is given the privilege again to go to the throne room and he's watching and John testifies that there are books in heaven and books were opened the book of life was only one of the books this is John's record and we know that his record is true. John said he saw that there were books in heaven. That those books had many functions. And that those books were for earth. There were things that happened in the earth. That were captured in those books. One of those books. Is what I want to share with you what it represents. In the lives of the saints. It's called the book of remembrance. The book of remembrance. Memory is a very deep spiritual mystery. Please look at me. Memory is an advantage that God gave man. It is because of the power of memory that you are able to remember. It is because of the power of memory that you are able to preserve knowledge. Are we together now? It will be impossible to advance in science and so on and so forth if you lack memory. Memory is a system of retention. It's God's intelligence given to man. An ability to retain things. Because God is not only a giver, he's a keeper. 
but I know whom I have believed. Follow me tonight. And I am persuaded that he is able to keep that which is committed. So God has many systems of keeping things. There is a system that keeps the prayers of the saints. The Bible says the prayers of the saints arise like incense and they are collected in a vial and stored. He's able to keep. Hallelujah. And that one of the things that can be kept in heaven is the activities of the saints in the earth and that there is a book called the book of remembrance. Now, the book of remembrance to a carnal man would suggest that God forgets. The book of remembrance is not necessarily supposed to remind God as though he forgot. No. The book of remembrance is one of the ways that God administers justice in heaven. Please understand this. In the judiciary, some of you who are lawyers and are legal practitioners, you have a very thorough knowledge of the constitution. However, there is a manual, a compendium of all of the policies that should govern the activities of men within a defined territory. And when you are in the law court, I pray that God will open your eyes tonight. When you are in the law court, you not only need your memory, you need the books. The books that archive and represent the basis of your advocacy. The judge himself, before he would pass a declaration, no matter how experienced, he will make reference to the books and consult with the things that are written there. Please listen very carefully. And as he consults with the things that are written there, he would be able to come up with certain verdicts. There are people who look guilty until the book bails them out. There are people who look innocent until the book proves otherwise. And then we see that there is a book of remembrance. The activities of men in the earth, the Bible clearly lets us know that there is the all-seeing eye of God. Now, if you studied fine arts, you would have learned something called perspective. Is that true? That means that a viewpoint, you can stand from an angle and they will ask you to capture every information you can find. Paint it, draw it, let it be represented. Are we together now? The same applies for technical drawing and anything that has to do with construction. You are taught to be able to capture realities and images and information from different angles. Now, so when I am here now, I cannot clearly see overflow one. I almost totally cannot see overflow three. I cannot see our online people. And so when we talk about the ability to see, it's difficult for us to understand how God sees. Because we think that God uses his eyes to see. The realm that God dwells in. Listen very carefully. The realm itself is an eye. 
The Bible says, listen carefully. That God dwells in unapproachable light. That he is full of light and in him there is no darkness. No shadow of turning. No variableness. Are we together now? So that everything that surrounds God, everything emanates light. And so there is no possibility of darkness. I hope you know that darkness also means the absence of information, the absence of truth. So that from the realm of God, it is impossible for any activity to happen within a sphere that is under the jurisdiction of his creation that he cannot see. Are we together now? The concept of sight, we only know it based on what physics would teach us or medicine and, and all of that. But you have to look at sight as a product of light. If the Bible says there is no iota of darkness, that means there is no absence of information. There is absolutely nothing upon the face of the earth that the all-seeing eye of God, the creator, cannot see. Now, this is very powerful because there are things that you would wish a man saw so that you would be able to advocate for you. For instance, the injustice that happens in our world. Are we together now? People can be oppressed and use their earthly influence to manipulate injustice to become justice. But the Bible records that while all of that is happening in the earth, the all-seeing eye of God is there a system of vindication that what men cannot vindicate you on there is still hope are we together now please follow me very carefully so we're discussing books here god sees all things god knows all things god is everywhere this is the unique attribute of god that he did not share with man it is what qualifies God to be in a class of himself. God gave man any other thing. Gave him his image. Gave him dominion. Gave him the Holy Spirit. But God did not give man omnipresence. God did not give man omniscience. God did not give man omnipotence. These exclusive dimensions are reserved in God's class. Man does not know all things. Man cannot be everywhere. Are we together now? This is very powerful. So the Bible records that every once in a while, God would seem to show up in the earth and then begin to backdate certain things, whether for good or for evil. That there is a system by which God can go back in time and begin to deal with an issue that you may think has been long forgotten. And that there is also a system where God can go back in time and begin to reward the saints for certain things. Now please understand what I'm telling you. Then the Bible comes to the earth realm and begins to teach that men can forget. Are we together now? Scripture is scattered with this possibility that the best of us can forget. Your memory card can crash. 
Is that true? Your laptop can crash. There's something in medicine called brain damage. I don't know what it is, but I, I have an idea that whatever it is, it represents a state where your brain for some reason may not coordinate at the frequency it was supposed to. There are people who have gone into coma. Is that true? And they came back and could not identify their wives, their husbands. Is that true? They didn't even know themselves. They didn't know how to walk again, how to talk again. Now, I hope you know that if memory is not a possibility, you will not be able to walk. You will not, anything you did now, you will not remember again. So that memory is an advantage. You can archive yesterday and use the information for today. I don't have to learn to walk again. I learned it once. It's been recorded. It's been stored. Anytime I need to walk, I use the mystery of remembrance. Are we together now? Listen very carefully. I don't have to learn alphabets A to Z again. I did that many years ago. But because of this power, the ability of retention through memory and the ability to call the past into your present, not everything in your past is bad. I can call that knowledge and use it today. Is that true? If I raise a song now that you used to sing when you were small, it's amazing how effortless you will still sing it. Remember, you did not rehearse, but for the power of remembrance. But as, as flawless as men are, they still forget. They can forget. I can give you a promise. Come, Sheung. I can give you a promise. Meet me tomorrow and I'll give you 1,000 naira and excite you. You may remember, but I may forget. Whether for health reasons, demonic manipulation, or just whatever it is. And you come to me making a demand and I say, no, 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 I cannot remember. And I rob you an opportunity to enjoy this blessing simply because I forgot. There are people who are not employed today because their helpers forgot. They forgot where they kept their CVs. Are we together now? There are three stories in the Bible that are very interesting. They are testaments of the mystery of remembrance and how the saints can tap into this as one of the mysteries that cause them to command dominion. And very quickly, we are going to look at it. Remember, this is a prayer meeting. Story number one, Genesis chapter 41. I'll run through the story very quickly. The Bible tells us that Joseph, when you begin to read from chapter 39, then chapter 40, the Bible lets us know that Joseph now from Potiphar's house on account of an accusation. Remember what relocated him was an accusation. Potiphar's wife lied that he raped her and then they relocated him to a dungeon, a prison and left him there. And then the Bible says one morning that Joseph, watch this, Joseph noticed the countenance. There were many other people in the prison but two were worthy of note. The buckler and the wine presser. The Bible says they all used to serve the king. And for whatsoever reason, they annoyed him. And he threw them into the dungeon. And so they were there with Joseph. And then the Bible records that Joseph, on seeing them, he called for their attention. 
and then they communicated dreams they had heard and joseph said tell me the dream and i'll help you let's see what can happen and then the butler brought his own dream and then the wine presser started first and the interpretation of his dream was in three days the king the pharaoh of egypt will call you out of the dungeon and you will be restored back to the palace where you will serve the butler was impressed at this news and said i also dreamt and he said okay tell me your own dream i was holding three baskets upon my head full of bread he said and suddenly the ravens came and ate of the bread and joseph said oh dear this is what it means in three days you will also go out of here but the only issue is that when you are out of here you will be hung and the birds will eat your flesh so he was done and then he quickly told the wine presser please when you go to pharaoh do not forget remember me tell pharaoh now that you are with me in the prison we don't lie in the prison there's no point lying you are already there prison is where they tell the truth a lie is told so you will not go there but once you are there you see that so at least we've been able to discuss as co-prisoners you know the truth now please go to pharaoh and use the opportunity you have and tell him that there is a man who is who has been unjustly accused and whose destiny has been unjustly tied i can imagine the wine presser say no problem god bless you when i go back the first thing i will do is to tell i must make reference to the person who prophesied to me it's amazing how good things can make you forget where you came from and can make you forget that you need to help others too this is man for you are we together now i i can imagine them hugging themselves loving themselves blessing themselves and saying look i'm not sure you will stay more than one week in this prison again now that i'm out by evening just imagine in the prison that we are discussing your issue Joseph will say thank you but the Bible I love the Bible the Bible says that when he was reinstated it noted that the man forgot Joseph Joseph remained in the prison for two years because one man's memory went bad please understand the implication of this not because his skill went down not because God was no longer with him the memory of his helper could no longer capture the need to help him and the man was there full of grace full of gifts full of potentials full of prophecy full of dreams but at the mercy of one man's memory are we together now then the Bible says when God was now ready to remember by himself Genesis 41. Let's start from there. I've saved the long reading of chapter 39 and 40. Genesis 41. Let's start from verse 1. And it came to pass at the end of what? Two full years. Take note of that information. Two full years. That Pharaoh dreamed and behold, he stood by a river. Verse 2. And behold, there came up out of this 
this and that and that. Jump to verse 9. Let's save time. Verse 9. Now, remember, let me just save us the stress. He gathered everybody, the sorcerers and everyone, and said, I have dreamed a dream that has troubled me. The Pharaoh speaking now. And he attempted to get those who would interpret for him. And they could not interpret. And then the Bible says, verse 9, Then spake the chief butler unto Pharaoh, saying, I do remember. I do remember my faults this day. Next verse. Pharaoh was wrought with his servants and put me in word in the captain of the guard's house, both me and the chief baker. And we dreamed a dream in one night, I and he, and we dreamed each man according to the interpretation of his dream. Read on. And there was with us a young man. Was he not supposed to say this earlier? But because he could not remember two full years were added to a man's experience. And now by the mercy of God, look how effortless he's remembering everything. That means the information was still in his memory. Something stopped it from coming to light. Follow me, please. It does not look like this man forgot the story. So why could he not remember? Look how articulate he is in stating everything. Remember, his brother was now two years old in the grave. He had died. And he still remembered everything. He says, there was this young man, an Hebrew, servant to the captain of the guard. And we told him, and he interpreted to us our dreams. To each man according to his dream did he interpret. 3, 13. And it came to pass, as he interpreted to us, so it was. Me, he restored unto mine office, and him he hung. 14. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. The power of remembrance. Then, only after remembrance, then Pharaoh sent and called Joseph, and they brought him hastily. Hastily. That means speed was a possibility in his life. But just because the memory of the benevolence, what he did, could not be remembered. This man remained in the dungeon. And he shaved himself and changed his raiment and came in unto Pharaoh. Now when you begin to read the remaining parts, after interpreting the dream, at that moment, Joseph is reinstated. And not only reinstated, promoted to get to a point where he became the prime minister of Egypt and Pharaoh made a declaration that only in the throne would Joseph be lower than him now remember that everything in scripture is a type of Christ and the church are we together number two everything in scripture is prophecy the Bible says the things that were written are for time they are for our learning so that we through the comfort of scripture might find hope are we together now so Joseph is put on that throne and then they bring him an Egyptian wife. Are we together now? The daughter of Potiphar, the Bible says, the priest of On. And she became his wife. And they too became the rulers 
of Egypt. And under their leadership, Egypt began to thrive and excel even in the times of famine. Now notice, everyone who came to buy grain to survive only did that because one man remembered. Look at the miracles that were associated with remembrance. The reinstating of a man, the fulfillment of a prophecy, the saving of a nation and the then world from famine for seven years were at the mercy of one man's memory. Everybody say the book of remembrance. If one man's memory can produce that kind of boomerang effect, one man just remembering and the king fetches him from a dungeon and he becomes... A representation of God's purposes within his day then it means there is something we need to know about the power of remembrance number two in Isaiah chapter 38 please give it to us verse 1 the Bible talks about a man called Hezekiah are we together now in those days verse 1 please look up Hezekiah was sick unto death. Everybody say unto death. That means that something was about to end in his life. And the Bible says, Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amos, came unto him and said, Thus saith the Lord. Now when God is speaking, and, and I hope you know that Isaiah was not a fake prophet. Isaiah was a genuine prophet. Thus saith the Lord. Set your house in order, for thou shalt die and not live. Who is speaking? God is speaking through a mouthpiece called Isaiah. And saying, Hezekiah, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but you are not going to recover. You will die. And Hezekiah turned his face toward the wall and prayed unto the Lord. Let's see the contents of Hezekiah's prayer. Ready? And he said, everybody, remember now. Remember when? I remember my wrong this day. That's what the butler said. Remember now, O Lord, I beseech thee. How I have walked before you. Go to the archives and check. God of heaven, I know there is a verdict upon me now. But I place a demand on the mystery of remembrance. Remember that you are a just God. Righteousness and justice are the foundations. I'm, I've become a lawyer at the point of death. I need to plead a case and I'm using the remembrance. It says, I have walked before you in truth and with a perfect heart and I have done that which is good in your sight. Is it not written that if they obey and serve me, they will spend their years in prosperity? Is that true? Now, Isaiah is bringing before God. He's saying, Lord, I know you are God, but something is wrong with this verdict. I know that you can remember there are archives, testaments of my uprightness before you. And I bring it before you. And I plead, although you are God, remember. Next verse. Then the word of the Lord came to Isaiah again. So the Bible is showing us how God remembers. Now watch this. He's praying. Remember the content of his prayer. Remember. The Bible is showing us how God remembers. That when God remembers a thing or a person, this is how he acts. Verse 4 again, please. 
Let's go back to verse 4 so that we understand what we are doing. Then the word of the Lord came to Isaiah saying, next verse, Go and say to Hezekiah, Thus saith the Lord, the God of David thy father, I have heard your prayer of remembrance. I have seen your tears. Behold, I will add to thy days 15 years. Verse 6. And I will deliver thee and this city out of the king of Assyria. And I will defend this city. And then you will read on, he used the sun as a sign to go back 15 degrees. So that he would know the certainty of the things that were spoken. Everybody say remembrance. If you knew Isaiah and Isaiah died, you say, oh dear. I mean Hezekiah. Hezekiah, you have gone. But Hezekiah refused to die. And Hezekiah used remembrance to insist that, oh God, remember I have walked uprightly before you. And the Bible says God remembered he turned his situation around. The last story is a prayer meeting. <laughs> story, story. Once upon a time, there was a king called Ahasuerus. And that king, the Bible records that he was lord over 127 provinces. Then the Bible lets us know that he was married to a woman called Vashti. And that the king would usually, as they did in those days, flaunt their glory, including their wives. Are we together? And it was time to bring Vashti to the scene. And Vashti refused. And I hope you know that what Vashti did was not really, it was an offense, but it was not that bad. It was because she was in a position that she had the power to influence other women. If the king, Ahasuerus, was not a king, an ordinary man, the suggestion would be counseling. Counsel them and say, that's all right. You are not the first. Just make sure you don't act like a stupid woman tomorrow. But because she was in a position, the king was such a nice man, he didn't want to act. But his advisors came and said, no, 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 no. These people are models. That means not every offense carries the same gravity at every level. You will do tomorrow what you did today and the consequence may be more. Are you seeing that now? And then the Bible says Vashti is banished. Then the scene changes. And the king calls for young virgins to come all within the province. And then the Bible says in Shushan, there was a little village girl called Hadassah. Are we together? Yes. The, she was the niece of Mordecai, one who sat at the gate. Now, please follow my story. Then the Bible says, a time came when certain people were conniving to dethrone Ahasuerus. And Mordecai heard that information and he took it to the king and told the king that this and that such and such is to happen and they apprehended the people and justice was administered then the bible says it was recorded and left are we together now yes so cut the long story short esther becomes queen but in that same palace 
the right hand man of the king who was a friend to Vashti, obviously. Are we together now? By the name Haman. The Bible says that this man was antagonistic to the purposes of God. He hated the Jews. I believe had they left Haman for long enough, one day he would have implicated Esther herself. Because his plan, the Bible says, was to annihilate the Jews one by one. He would first focus on the ones outside the palace and then deal with the ones within the palace. So Haman was making life very difficult. Are we together now? And then every other thing that happens is the hand of God and how he delivers people. But now let's go very quickly to Esther chapter 6. On that night, look up please. On that night, could not the king sleep? And he commanded to bring the book of records of the chronicles. And they were read before the king. I hope you know that the book of Esther, again, is a type of our relationship with the Christ. Esther being his bride, the church. Mordecai being the Holy Spirit. Are we together now? Haman being Satan, the accuser of the brethren, who once had access to the throne, who was now banished. Are you getting the point now? Esther being queen. King Ahasuerus being the father. Now understand all of these stories. The Bible says that on that night could not the king sleep. Was it not in your Bible that you should give him no rest until he establishes Jerusalem? Are we together now? So the Bible says that they were read before the king. Next verse. And it was found written that Mordecai had told of Bictana and Teresh, two of the king's chamberlains, the keepers of the door, who sought to lay hand on King Ahasuerus. Verse 3. And the king said, what honor and dignity hath been done, not will be done. That means under normal circumstances, this man should not be in this situation after communicating that level of benevolence. What had been done to this man? Mordecai for this. Then said the king's servants that ministered unto him, there is nothing done for him. There is nothing done done for him the company runs by your intelligence but there is nothing done for him the lives and the destiny saved through your love for God but nothing done for him next verse and the king said who is in the court now Haman was coming to the king the outward court of the king's house to speak unto the king to hang Mordecai. Look at this, this, this wicked, Luciferian type of attitude. That means if the book of remembrance were not open for three more days, Mordecai would have died. Remember, it coincided with when he wanted to get the permission to finally finish him. Ah, it's good to be remembered on time. It's good to be remembered 
on time. Now, here is a man. I'm sure the man had discussed with his wife. We will hang that man today. But that same time, quarter to shame, may God arise for someone. In the name of Jesus Christ. Just when the desire of the wicked seems to find expression by the intelligence of God and by the mystery of remembrance, may God raise help in the name of Jesus Christ. Follow my story. Her man was in the outward court of the king's house to speak to the king to hang Mordecai on the gallows that he had prepared for him. The guy had dug the gallows. I'm sure in his mind he had imagined how Mordecai would die. Rejoice not over me, my enemies. God can remember. Next verse. And the king's servant said unto him, Behold, her man standeth in the court. And the king said, Let him come in. Let's read on. Look up, please. So Haman came in and the king said unto him, What shall be done to the man whom the king delighted to honor? When God is ready to lift you. Now, notice, when he was talking to the chamberlains, he said, What shall be done to Mordecai? But when Haman now came, if he said what should be done to Mordecai, he said, uh -uh, what will be done to the man whom the king honored? I hope you know this same mystery was used to conceal Jesus. When the Pharisees came and said, are you the Christ? Who are you? John said, I am the voice of one crying. That means I will not tell you I'm Elijah that will forerun the coming of the Lord. Are we together now? Jesus Christ, that concealing continued to happen until the father finally declared, this is my beloved son. So now Mordecai is hidden as the man who the king wants to honor. Now her man thought in his heart, watch this. To whom will the king delight to honor more than to myself? So his selfishness was about to propose a fantastic idea to his peril. He makes diviners mad. That God can turn their reasoning backward so that they will not perform their enterprise. And Haman answered the king, For the man whom the king delighted to honor, comma, let the royal apparel be brought before the king, before which the king used to wear. That means Haman had even been eyeing Ahasuerus himself. Are you seeing it now? You are told to honor a man and you say, King, you have many robes. There's one that you wear. Let it be done to that man. When you start wearing the king's clothes, you are shifting closer to the throne. <laughs> My God. And the horse that the king rided upon. Does that sound like Satan to you? I will be like the most high. I will arise above the stars of God. The same spirit that walketh in the sons of disobedience. It says, And the crown royal which is set upon his head. Verse 9. And let this apparel and the horse be delivered to the hand of, of one of the king's most noble princes. 
that they array the man without whom the king delighted to honor. Listen, and bring him on horseback through the streets of the city and proclaim before him, thus shall it be done to the man whom the king delighted to honor. Full stop. What a wicked man. Because he thought about himself. And listen, that opportunity only allowed his lust and imagination. Everything he had imagined to happen, by all means, now he had the chance. And he said, King, this is what should be done to that man. Next verse. Hallelujah. Ah. Then the king said to her man, Make haste and take the apparel and the horse that thou hast said, and do even so to Joshua Selman. There is a strong anointing on what I share with you. That seated at the king's gate, let nothing fail of all that thou hast spoken. Nothing. Next verse. Then took Haman the apparel and the horse and arrayed Mordecai and brought him before the horseback through the street of the city. And Haman was dragging Mordecai. Thus shall it be done to the man whom the king delighted to honor. Next verse. And Mordecai came again to the king's gate. Now, notice this. Let me explain to you what this means. Look up. After all that clamor, when Mordecai was done, he returned back to the gate and sat there. Will you climb the king's horse with his apparel and not go to the throne and sit down? Mordecai said, I will stay where I was lifted. There was a place I stayed. Even though I am rising, I will not forget that it was my service at the gate that caused remembrance to come. Can you wear the king's robe, ride the king's horse, and still remain where the king kept you? The king had not promoted him. The king gave an instruction. I'm sure while Mordecai was on that horse, he was saying, don't be carried away. You are not yet in the palace. You will go there, but you are not yet there. And he came down. Imagine the entire crowd. Say, Mordecai, I'm sure you are the assistant now. And he says, watch me. Let me return back to the place from whence that grace found me. I cast my crown before the highest royalty. I am undone before your glorious majesty. You're the King of kings and Lord of lords. You are the King of kings. You are the Lord of lords. Your glorious majesty. 
someone be Mordecai tonight. Hey. Listen, this right here is how great men fall. When they are tested with power, when they are tested with lifting, when they are tested with the anointing, when God begins to lift you and sudden lifting come overnight, chances are that you will forget. Deuteronomy chapter 8, don't turn there. It says, let it not be that when you have built houses, when you have done all these things, you will say, my power and my might has gotten this. He said, but thou shall remember. Listen, it's not only God alone that has a book of remembrance. Men must have books of remembrance. When David stood before Goliath, he said, the God who delivered me I remember what happened. The God who delivered me from the bear, delivered me from the lion today. He would deliver me from this uncircumcised Philistine. Bless the Lord, all oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless the Lord, all oh my soul, and forget not his benefits. Forget not. Forget not that he took you from nothing. Forget not that there were 10 of you in your family and you are the first to rise now. Forget not that it was, you, you started rising before you knew anything about favor. Forget not. Let's just stay here and let me teach you something very powerful, my brothers and my sisters. A man who can remember is a man who can be sustained. A man who can remember the faithfulness of God. Remember where you were yesterday. Remember the hand that lifted you. That is the man that will never go down. Pastors forget. Businessmen forget. Years ago, I remember I watched a Nigerian film. Of a village girl who was loved by a wealthy man. I don't know the name of the film. I don't even know who acted it. Are we together now? And he picked this village girl. I think she was selling something. Granite or something. You know the way they do Nigerian films. And he saw her and liked her and picked her. His parents insulted him. He said, kill me. I will marry this village girl. And then like 11 years or so down the line. She had become the wife of this man. And there was another village girl who was a house help. In that house and this one's village girl ill-treated this woman ill-treated the young girl until one time I think she got blind or paralyzed or something and when she was paralyzed it was the small girl that stayed with her in the hospital and then a pastor came to pray for her for uh, uh, healing or something and then she began to remember 
that all of this and that and that then the long and short of the nigerian film is that she later discovered that that girl was her sister the little girl i think the, maybe the mother had the child somewhere also that was a sister that she was ill-treating let me tell you this the bliss of the palace made the butler to forget the bliss of greatness the applause of men you know most people sit down and say what is there in fame what? no 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 there is a reason why remembrance is necessary you want sustainable anointing you want sustainable impact please learn to remember you need to have a book of remembrance that is in the similitude of that which is on the throne i remember that 10 years ago when i was nothing this gentleman came i remember when i was soaking gary for instance you will say i remember so that you don't see him 10 years later and push him no there are mistakes you make when you are outside of the palace it does not matter if you make those mistakes in the palace you will pay for it Vashti could make any mistake outside the palace and go scot-free but now this mistake on the throne would cost her so much thou shall remember the Lord thy God thou shall remember many have forgotten their fathers many have forgotten their mothers many have forgotten those who played all kinds of roles in their lives many have forgotten the God that lifted them many have forgotten the hand that helped them please listen to what I'm telling you God is speaking to someone here that a man can rise so high that the scar of yesterday's pain can so erode from your life and your mind it will never look like you were there it will never look like you ever climbed a bike in your life it will, it will never look like you soaked Gary I know sometimes we are excellent people but sometimes we allow the deception of success to so swallow us that we lose the ability to forget I have learned as a personal principle that modesty is the closest way to remember when you live a life that is modest temperate the Bible calls it that he that strives for mastery is temperate that means define boundaries it was a mistake solomon made he refused to be temperate by the time we get to ecclesiastes solomon was a man who was utterly lawless and careless see let me tell you this i believe in prosperity i believe in all the blessings of god but look at me believers there is only so much cloth you can wear there is only so much food you can eat are we together now this is all the stomach you have another one will not come from anywhere thank God for all the cars you will have you will not remove one leg and put it in one Jeep and remove your head and put it in another car the way we approach success if not guided by these mysteries many people will fall by the wayside this is why you find out uh, respectfully speaking this is true for men of God is true for business people is true for politicians they begin to rise and when the whole world is watching suddenly they vanish out of thin air the mistake of her man 
and the wisdom of Mordecai are two lessons we must learn. Mordecai rides on a horse, the king's horse. That honor is an honor that I don't think even the queen had. And when Mordecai dropped, he said, thank you, Haman. He returned back to the king's gate. That's where they found him. Was it not on your knees the anointing found you? Have you returned back? <laughs> Was it not in the place of fasting and prayer that grace met you? Was it not in the place of dedication where you will roll like this, my dear brother that was rolling left and right? I'm sure for some of you that was so embarrassing. This guy is falling his hand. So our, our deceptive approach to life tells us. Listen, if you were lifted on your knees, remain on your knees. If you were lifted while singing his praise, remain singing his praise it's very uncomfortable to remain on your knees when the world is watching you it's embarrassing you are not that naive you should stand so you can shine apostle joshua selman the man of god anointed but when you remember that if god forgets you anything can happen to you when God forgets you, anything can happen. It's a lesson. We're still going to move on, but I need you to get this. Listen, I have shared this for years and told people, be careful. I have warned many people in my life and said, if, if you don't pay attention with the way you are managing success, you will fall by the wayside. It was not prophecy. Some of them thought it was nonsense. Nonsense. And today, sadly speaking, many of them have gone down as if it was not God that lifted them. Do you know the higher you rise, the more slippery the path is? A day can come when you will even be ashamed to roll before God. Why will I roll my designers on the ground? in the presence of kings and in the presence of nobles this was the mistake that Saul's daughter made that made her remain barren when David it was time to take the ark David danced and danced and rejoiced like a fool and the daughter of Saul said king you are no longer a shepherd you are carrying a stupid bush mindset you want to embarrass yourself. You are no longer, you are a king. Act like royalty. And he said, I'm dancing before God who took the kingdom from your father and gave to me. And the Bible says, God had that conversation. When God had that conversation, no matter what would have happened, she wouldn't have given birth. Because an indignation rose. I continue to tell God. I say, Lord, I remain your boy. Huh? I am other people's father. I am other people's mentor. I am other people's role model. Thank God for that. But I remain your boy. You will always meet me where you found me. Adam, where are you? I heard thy voice, but I hid because I was naked. He said, Haman, 
Let's continue. Sit, please. Her man hasted to his house, mourning, crying, and having his head covered. Next verse. And her man told Zeresh, his wife, and all his friends, everything that had befallen him, and said, his wise men and Zeresh, listen, then said his wise men and Zeresh, his wife, unto him, if Mordecai be the seed of the Jews, before whom thou hast begun to fall, thou shalt not prevail against him, but shall surely fall before him. That means this mistake you have made. Mordecai is the seed of the Jews. There are commandments that have been given the Jews to not forget. If Mordecai is a true Jew and will remember those ordinances, you are finished. Because the factors that should make him fall and give way will not happen again. Your doom is true. Look at this. Mordecai once at the gate now, I, I want to save us time because you read later on, you find out that her man was hung at the gallows. All kinds of things began to happen in his life. Culminated by Esther's declaring to the king that this man wanted to destroy her people. And the king went to his garden to think like any wise leader would do. To not be hasty in speech. And then he came and knelt down and was begging her. And when the king came, it looked like he was trying to rape the wife. And the king said, not only have you annoyed me, you are now trying to rape my wife. Go and hang this guy. The gallows was there, waiting for them. And they hung him there. And that was the end of it. And then eventually, Mordecai was honored to take the place of Haman in the palace. And that ends the story of Esther. Listen carefully. There are two women only in scripture whose names became the books of the Bible. And their names were written there so that we will remember what they did. The two names, Ruth and Esther, were put in the Bible. The two women did the same thing. Notice that in all cases, it had to do with men. It had to do with marriage. And it had to do with the power of submission. The power of loyalty. The power of not trivializing the things that God can do. And the remembrance that follows. Ruth remembered her mother-in-law and said, I'm not leaving you. Your God will be my God. Your people will be my people. And because she stayed and remembered how this woman was nice to her as a mother-in-law. She led her and advised her to a field of a wealthy man called Boaz. Are we together now? Yes. And Boaz saw her and loved her and took her. I hope it, it's very interesting because for Esther, she had never married. But for Ruth, she lost her husband. And now an opportunity was coming again. Remembrance. The book of remembrance that archives the works of the saints. And that there is a reward system attached to it. And that once you can invoke the mystery that will make God remember. Now take note. He's not remembering because he's forgotten. He's remembering because it is part of the ordinances of heaven for administering justice. Remembrance. 
Let me show you a scripture I found that really, really changed my life. And then I'll give you two keys and we'll pray. Never forget this scripture for the rest of your life. Nehemiah chapter 13 and verse 14. Please read with me. Everyone is projected if you can see. Nehemiah chapter 13 and verse 14. One to read. Remember me, oh my God, concerning this. Stop, 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 stop. That means you can take any matter to God and provoke remembrance concerning this. You can put your this there. Concerning my finances, concerning my family situation, concerning my joblessness, concerning the tragedy happening, you can go before God and say, remember me, oh my God, concerning this, and wipe not my good deeds that I have done for the house of my God and for the offices thereof. When the Lord showed me this scripture, I remember crying like a baby. I said, this is powerful. Lord, do not wipe these good deeds. With all humility, you can go before God. Lord, I have served. Lord, I am a faithful worker. I stand before God. It is true that I clean the seats. Lord, I stand before you that you can go concerning this. This is how to petition the parliament of heaven. Remember concerning this. And all that I have done, do not wipe it out for the house of the Lord and for the offices thereof. So God remembers. And every time God remembers, God acts. Please look at me. My dad is such an amazing man, quite a very, very amazing man. One thing I learned from my dad that I thank God for, he's still alive, I truly thank God for, is that my dad was an extremely grateful man. My dad paid attention. I saw this growing up. If you did something striking, my dad would make a big deal out of it and will continue to raise a memorial over that act. One time they were traveling to the village and it was in the night. I don't know what took them there. It was really late and the car broke down. I think it was raining. And there was, they asked around and there was a mechanic. Now they were more than halfway the journey. Almost in the middle of nowhere. And the mechanic was brought and he had to look at the car and the mechanic not only looked at the car i think i hope i'm right he followed them right to the village so that if anything happened he would be there do you know from that time until i left home every time my dad were traveling he would buy potato or buy something and stop at that house and say where is this man this was even it was it was more than 10 years down the line he was still doing it remember remembrance there are people today who are not supposed to be sitting with kings but are sitting because the kings remember their fathers remember their mothers you said you are the son of who that man let me tell you a little story in 1961 i was a young boy from the village with a torn trouser when your father gave me a cup of water 
the cup of water that was worth 10 naira is now what a great destiny because of remembrance when God remembers you you are lifted when men remember you you are lifted you need the book of remembrance to be open where would I be if you left me where would I If you left me now, where would I be? You waited. Thank you, Jesus. Do you know, let me tell you. In my personal walk with God, there are things that God has done in my life. Even to this day, he continues to do them. And most times when I go before him to say thank you, he will remind me of a particular kingdom, not necessarily a sacrifice. He will tell me that this that happened. Do you know there are families, before I finish my story, there are families that will never go down. Do you know why? Because they didn't have all the money, but they left a little room for missionaries. They left a little space. And every man of God will come. You will think the people are in ministry. Their job is to cook. And you will think those things will be forgotten, but there is a book in the heavenlies where these things are recorded. And you will see the child will come many years later. Sometimes the child may not even be serious with God. But for that covenant of remembrance, God will come and visit the children. Remembrance. I once watched the documentary of Fiji Island. The revival that happened in Fiji Island. And it was said that the missionaries, the early missionaries who got there, that the people oppressed them and killed them or butchered them or did something very tragic. And then they died. The moment they died, is a documentary, I think you can find it somewhere. The fish in the sea stopped producing fish. The land stopped producing at its maximum. It wasn't even producing. The nation literally plunged to depression until some intercessors began to pray. They began to pray and to pray and to pray. And then the Lord revealed to them that there is an indignation that is rising over that territory. And that they needed to plead the blood. It would take the blood of the eternal covenant to solve this problem. And then they had time to pray, repent on behalf of the nation. And then in addition, fortunately, they found the grandchildren of the missionaries that they had killed the grandchildren and they invited them to Fiji Island and they performed a ceremony officially apologizing loving them and they prayed and blessed the land just like child's play within a short time I don't know what time frame exactly strangely they saw fish in the sea and species of fish that they had not seen the first crusade that we had as a ministry the first crusade it was in Plateau State. I remember one of the, the people who was guiding us, the tour guide, he took us to the graves of the missionaries and showed us the missionaries that were killed when they brought the gospel to that land and showed us the missionaries and showed us everything and that from that time that they killed the people, all kinds of things had been happening in the land. 
And I remember standing there to pray. And we said, Lord, the Lord is gracious and compassionate, the Bible says. He's slow to anger and rich in love. We stood there and said, we are also missionaries. And in the name of Jesus Christ, we stand by the blood that speaketh better things than the blood of any Abel there. And to speak and say in the name of Jesus that the land be released. I tell the truth and I lie not. We were somewhere standing and we were watching a hill. And all of a sudden, physical dark shadow. Like everybody, you could record it. We just began to see it. Slowly moving out of the land. It took almost 45 minutes. So it was not something you would rush. Like that, just moving corporately out of the land. Where I schooled, secondary school, there used to be a tree. The tree, I'm not exaggerating, the tree was dried, but all the leaves were on it. They tied ropes around the tree. And you would ask and they would tell you there was a story that the tree was cursed. There was a story that happened around there. Cursed as a memorial over the land. Why would God tell the nation of Israel, raise a memorial in this place and teach your children? That means they should not forget. If they ask you, why do you do this? Teach them that this is why we do this. So that you will know. This book of the law shall not depart from out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate. Keep it, keep it. My son, he says, pay attention to my words. Incline your ears to my sayings. He says, do not let them depart. Depart from your mouth. Keep them in the midst of your heart. Then he says, they are alive to those who find them and health to their flesh. As a man, I've had people in my life who I almost cannot reject helping and lifting because they, the, the power of remembrance, they will always remember and make reference and say, Apostle, thank you. You did so, 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 and so to me. You did so, 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 and so to my family. And they remind me of God. And I'm compelled every time, even when they don't ask me anything. It's like their remembrance of that is, is a debt that, that I must pay. I am moved to wanting to help them again. Many have forgotten. Like Haman. I want to employ the wisdom of Mordecai. That you never forget where he brought you from. Are we together? That there is remembrance. Now let me teach you before we pray very quickly. Two keys. Two keys that open the book of remembrance over a man. There are two scriptures that will reveal these keys and then we'll pray. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Galatians chapter 6 and verse 9. This is the first key that you will need to open the book of remembrance over yourself, over your family, over your territory. Let's read together. One, two, go. And let us not be weary in well-doing. Uh-huh. For in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Watch this. The first key that opens the book of remembrance is consistency of your well-doing regardless of 
reward regardless of who sees you regardless of whatever commendation comes or does not come consistency weariness is something that can catch up with you when your value is not being appreciated when your impute is not being noticed are we together now we're humans and if you continue to strive to contribute in the life of a man a ministry an organization a system and it looks like you are not noticed and you are not rewarded the side effect is weariness and the bible says let us not be weary that means that your reward is tied to your consistency this country is full of stories of people who deserve to be rewarded politically spiritually are we together financially in business in ministry but for many years they had all kinds of hamans around their lives around their offices yet the people continue to be steadfast many of our loved ones have situations where they were qualified to be the ones sitting at certain positions but manipulations happened and yet they continued being consistent the bible says if you are consistent if you are steadfast if you are unbending in well-doing the bible gives you a guarantee that a season according to the law of times and seasons the law of time and chance because it happened to them all the bible says one day like the hand of a clock it must come to your turn and you must find expression this is true this is true I met a precious lady yesterday, one, one dear lady. I used to know her, that should be 2004, 2005 in the campus here. She used to sing in one of the fellowships, wonderful lady. She would sing her heart out, dance and celebrate God. Everyone wanted to attend the fellowship just because, I mean, the lady would lead worship with all, she was always smiling, always happy. And then I had the opportunity to see her yesterday and I saw her. She was happy, now a mother of many children. And I looked at her and then she brought me her album and said, Apostle, I remember those days. And I said, oh dear, who told you God does not remember? Who told you God forgets the sacrifices of the saints? There are things you are doing today. You are already securing tomorrow with it. A day will come, you will watch the video of this level of koinonia and tears will come out of your eyes he said that was me cleaning the chairs that was me playing the keyboard and someone stands to say you are not supposed to be where you are and god says it's too late your consistency imagine if mordecai got tired and said look i'm tired of bailing the king out and then her man would be receiving the glory mordecai was consistent even when he rode upon the king's back he returned to stay where he was found everybody say consistency listen this is an encouragement to someone right now the worship team got it powerfully what's that song again you are not turning back where's Tosin? not turning back and not going just sing that part for me no wait on you jesus I'm going to wait on you, Jesus. I'm going to wait on you, Jesus. I'm going to wait on you, Jesus. Yeah, that's the song. 
I'm going to turn him back now. I'm not turning back now. I'm not turning back now. I'm not turning back now. One more time. I'm going to wait on you, Jesus. 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 And I'm not turning back now. 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 Listen, let me teach you something. Impatience will always give birth to what will fight your promise. You must sustain the stamina to stay. Let God meet you where he last instructed you. Lord, I will continue. Another woman who showed us the power of waiting was Anna the prophetess. The Bible says for about 60 years, from the time she lost her husband, listen carefully, for about 60 years, she was in the temple. Do you know what it means to pray without results? For 60 years. Abraham did it for 25 years. Hey, my soul, wait thou upon the Lord. There is power in waiting. There is power in staying. There is power in remaining. I keep sowing. I don't see the heavens open. But I will continue sowing. I keep speaking. I may not see the result, but I will never stop speaking. I will keep serving. I may not see the result, but I will keep serving. I will hold on to the word. Men may mock me. They may call you stupid. You are wasting your time. Where is the consolation? When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. And our mouths were filled with laughter. And they testified among the hidden that the Lord had done great things for us. It says the Lord had done great things for us whereof we are glad. Turn again our captivity like the streams of the Negev. The Bible says they that sow in tears. Listen Koinonia. It is possible to sow in tears. And the Bible says in due season. John remained in the wilderness until his season of appearing. Hear me. Listen to me. You must conquer the pressure that men will bring to you. They will push you into seasons that are not yet God's design. They will push you into things that are not yet God's design. Mordecai, can you remain in the palace? Can you stay at the gates? Mordecai looked at Haman and knew that Haman was occupying his position. But the battle is the Lord's. He remained at the gate. If Haman tried to fight Mordecai, Mordecai would kill him because Mordecai, Haman was the king's friend. Can I tell you this, my brothers and my sisters? It will not always look like this. Let me speak to you. It will not always be that you will go home every night and wonder, what do I eat? No. 
No. The Bible says, while we look not at the things that are seen, but the things that are unseen. Man of God, it will not always be that you go to a meeting and the power of God will not be there. No. You, you are in a season. Stay. Stay. I'm prophesying to you. You are in a season. Build stamina and stay. A day will come when the glory of God will mantle you. Stay while you learn. Jesus, you are Savior, not at age 12. You are Savior, not at age 18. Jesus, you are Savior, not at 30. You are only Savior at 33. The 18-year-old Jesus would not save the world. Joseph, you are a deliverer, but not in the pit. Please listen to what I teach you tonight. These are secrets of the kingdom. My soul wait. So the first key that causes the book of remembrance to be open. The book of remembrance in heaven and the book of remembrance before men is consistency. Keep praying. You look like a fool but keep praying. Bros, you are still here. Five years, you are not making progress. Your colleagues have started ministry. Stay there. Stay there. Stay there. Stay there while you pray. Listen, let me tell you. One of the most powerful virtues of the spirit is self-control. Many of the gifts of the spirit are tied to it. Why should I keep quiet when I can prophesy? Why should I not talk when I can preach? There are people in this ministry that I love so much. Scattered in and around. They are mighty men in the spirit. In ministry. Some of them are mighty business people in this ministry. Multi-millionaires. You will never see any pressure to be known. Any pressure to be seen. They come and sit down, they serve God, they worship God, yet they are mighty prophets. They are mighty apostles. Let me tell you something. When you see a man that has self-control, respect such a man. It is powerful to have what to say and keep quiet. It is powerful to know what to do and still remain. It is powerful to see a door that is open and yet not move. If the door is closed, it's not a proof of your stamina. The door is closed. But can you stand before an open door and yet not move? Hallelujah. This is very powerful. I've had the opportunity to meet a lot of great people in my life. And sometimes when people want to tell me who and who I'm going to meet, they'll say, Ah, Apostle, this man is a great man or maybe he's an influential man politically or he's a great man financially or spiritually and apostle ah, these people have this and that and I stand before the Lord God of heaven and I lie not I have never been under pressure to tell anybody sorry sir can you help me and buy a recharge card uh, I, there is a ministry called koinonia if the ministry is blessing you can you send 10 naira no no consistency God is ministering to someone now because you see let me tell you this there are many of you that coming to Koinonia is even an embarrassment to you. Because by the time you come, they look at you and say, for five years, no car, no nothing. The only thing you do is to pray like a fool. 
the only thing you do is to loiter around and sometimes you can feel stupid for being consistent i give you a scripture you are already opening a door stay there till the door opens you see the thing about god is that five minutes to your lifting it will still not be like it five minutes to your rising joseph you are still in the prison while the person has left the palace and is coming to you already you are not seeing him oh israel when god is already winning the battle you don't have to fight but you are not seeing just believe in what jehoshaphat is saying hallelujah consistency i will pray as before i will fast as before i will worship as before listen never be ashamed of your today you will miss it tomorrow receive the grace and the stamina to stay let people laugh at you let people mock you especially for our dear ladies because society has all kinds of pressures on ladies show us your husband is he a rich man show us this show us that have you traveled to um, um, um asia america london uk and you stand there feeling stupid for loving the lord let us not be weary in well-doing there are preachers that need to stay lord what should i do now should i start a church or should i stay and god says just keep doing what you are doing in due season we shall reap can i tell you this the season of reward for a man's life is a fearful dimension of that man's life for reasons you cannot tell and explain you will see that god will command the territory to begin to sing your songs and to speak your purposes david was going to be king but for a very long time he was in the wilderness he killed a lion but remained in the wilderness he killed a bear if that news got to Saul, they would have called him to serve in the palace, but he would never be king. Sometimes don't be quick to announce your achievements. Let God and time reveal it. Just come. kill the bear, but remain quiet in the wilderness. This itch to talk sometimes is proof of weakness. You sabotage where you are going. Did the Bible not already tell you that you cannot light a lamp and hide it under a bushel? Waiting is very hard. It's proof of spiritual maturity to wait until seasons come. Hallelujah. I've shared with you my story for many years in this ministry. God would not allow me to buy a car. Even when Koinonia was on, crowds of people here, I would climb a bike and come for Koinonia. You would think I were a stupid person. It was not lack of finances. Just like that. Lord, why do you want to humiliate me? I love you so much. Why won't you leave me to buy a car? Then people started bringing cars to give me and God would tell me to just bless them and let them go. If I were your relative, would you clap for me for that kind of brain? You would just... Be careful what you call common sense. It has destroyed many people. The way of the spirit is very strange. I will never forget one time a man came to sit in front of me and said this is what God gave him he was going to bring me car keys and he carried the keys of the car and I was already smiling when he came again <clears throat> he said this man has not discussed with his wife his wife would join the people who would talk about you and say you have manipulated the husband 
I appreciated the man, prayed for him with all my heart and told him to carry the car and go. You see that? Will I ever have a need of a car today? No. Never, ever, forever. Listen, waiting pays. When God wants to pay you, he will backdate it. Pressed down. Shaken together to make room for more. Fill it till it runs over. Sustain the stamina to wait. Shut your mouth and your ears against the things that people say and all the rubbish and the nonsense that you will hear people say. You are on your way to a dimension of grace. He's training you. He's teaching you. Listen, you can stay with God. You are lifting people out of the wheelchair and God will tell you not to honor one invitation. Sit down. Lord, as what? Be a brother. In welfare, not even prayer band, not even any place. Lord, at least let me go to prayer department. It says welfare is where I need you. But Lord, are you aware I'm a prophet? And you, I will be a prophet to the nations. He will say, cook. Let me teach you how to feed men. And you are there turning food. And somebody says, do you ever have the ambition of being a chef? And you almost want to, want to slap the person and say, are you, do I look like a chef? And God says, turn it. I teach you how to overturn. And you carry that cooler on your head. And you are marching. And somebody says, ah, emoji. Was it not you that was in our house yesterday? He said, this. You mean, I thought you were a pastor. He said, no, I work in the welfare department. What kind of church is this? Is it that they don't see men of God in this church? And you feel stupid. You drop that cooler and say, no. God, this, this lady, I, she, she, she saw me prophesy. And God says, carry that cooler. Because it is while you are carrying that cooler, you are qualifying yourself. A day will come, you will be able to carry any luggage and not be ashamed. Because you learned how to carry something embarrassing. Hallelujah. I always tell people jokingly, I didn't start ministry preaching. Let me tell you. You've heard my story. I started ministry playing keyboard. For a reverend who were part of the, the it was a prison ministry. They were part of the people who preached later on to General Obasanjo when he was in prison. They used to allow the mission agencies to go and preach. They preached to him. I used to play keyboard for them. I had my local church. And then later on, he started a church. When he started a church, it was quite a distance from where I would live. I would carry my own keyboard by myself. This was 93, 94. I would carry keyboard by myself and trek to the international hotel where he was using and drop it there. I would play that keyboard. They would finish, share the grace. I would carry it and trek back with joy. The only thing I ever got throughout my time of serving in that ministry was one cassette and one bottle of Fanta when they were dedicating his album. I would have been offended and I would have been angry and say, you don't know who I am. The proof of sonship is servanthood. If you can serve, you are a son indeed. 
let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus though he is God he considered it not robbery he came and humbled himself died even the death on the cross wherefore on the strength of that do you know that Jesus was almost giving up at Gethsemane as a man if it's possible let this cup pass over me I said nevertheless not my will but yours be done so this is the first key someone say I will continue better is the end of a thing the Bible says than the beginning thereof it is not enough to start you must trust God for grace and listen my brothers and my sisters I admit to you that it is painful your humanity will catch up with you while you wait yes as a gentleman they will look at you and say I used to know you in 2000 you mean you are still here how much is this shoe you are buying which church did you say you are serving he said now I've been promoted I'm a deacon he said deacon deacon indeed your useless life looking like your yesterday you have not changed and you stand there feeling stupid for serving God and God says continue I almost gave up Sam and like I just couldn't take life anymore this is an encouragement for someone my problems held me bound depression weighed me down but God kept me so I wouldn't let go God's mercy kept me so I won't let go God can keep he can give strength to the faint whatever you have to do keep moving even if you cry cry but keep moving even if you feel discouraged keep moving insist that I will never stop if God has not stopped on me then I will not stop on myself I know he's called me to be a worshiper to the nations my first song they forgot it in two days you may be saying some of you put your songs online after three months only two people liked it no problem just continue some of you put your sermons online and you had only four comments and all of them were criticizing you go back to Bible school someone wrote nonsense another person said look false prophet and he just said I will never go online again I will never preach this thing again no Reinhard Bonke said the first time he used to escort a man for crusade and that day the man told him God said he would not come back again Reinhard Bonke would be the person to preach and Reinhard Bonke said he was shaking he was saying Lord is this how you have chosen to embarrass me and he stood and began to preach and he began to minister to the sick and people started shouting blind eyes I can see deaf ears I can hear people were rising out of wheelchair please continue receive the grace to continue receive the grace to keep praying receive the grace to keep speaking hallelujah someone can come to your family and say Kai this is your family you will never change 
You people are just like this. Keep declaring. With my eyes will I see the salvation of the Lord. Surely there is an end. My tomorrow is better than my today. I will one day be called Beulah and Hephzibah. I am the planting of the Lord. A well-watered garden. Thou hast caused men to ride upon our heads. We walk through water and through fire. But thou broughtest us into a wealthy place. The Lord is my light and salvation. Of whom shall I be afraid? He won't stop. He won't stop. Till my life looks like him. He won't stop. He won't stop. Till I look just like him. I won't stop. I won't stop. Till I look just like him. I won't stop. I won't stop. Till I look just like him. Please sit down. Key number two and then we'll pray. The first key that can cause remembrance towards you before God and before men is to not be weary in well-doing continue rewarded or not continue commended or not continue understood or not continue number two Isaiah 43 verse 26 thank you Jesus Isaiah 43 and verse 26 want to read koinonia put me in remembrance let us plead together declare thou that thou mayest be justified god is speaking put me lift up a cry from the earth to heaven and say lord remember put me in remembrance put me in remembrance are you ready for one powerful scripture you should add to your library if there are five scriptures in your library let this be there ah i found this scripture day before yesterday i was meditating it fired like an arrow from my head to my feet i blasted in tongues i said that's right you see the bible said the kingdom of god is like a man who lost his treasure and you find candle and boom you sweep it when you find that you rejoice numbers chapter 10 verse 9 numbers 10 verse 9 look up koinonia and read it with faith in your heart ready one to read and if ye go to war in your land against the enemy that oppress you then shall ye blow an alarm with the trumpets and ye shall be remembered before the Lord your God. And ye shall be saved from your enemy. I now know what they did in, before Jericho. That when you stand and your enemies overwhelm you. Lift up the trumpet. Is the power of praise. Oh, shall Lift up that trumpet. The word is yada. Praise. Lifted with understanding. That when you see that you are encompassed by enemies and there is no way for victory. When you pray, in addition to that prayer, put God in remembrance 
Then don't disturb him again. Lift up your trumpet and begin to blast it like the priest that you are. Go around your Jericho while you blast the trumpet. Go around your Jericho while you blast the trumpet. And the Bible says that sound, that shofar will come before God as a memorial. This is scripture. See, let God be true and let every man be a liar. Hallelujah. Please take it higher for me. Look at this scripture. It says, You shall be remembered before the Lord when you lift up your trumpet. I just saw a trumpet. This is what I saw in the spirit, like a sound, a shofar. My chetona agare kanadogara Masoina agare kanadinkina Hey My chetona agare kanadogara Masoina agare kanadinkina Masoina Agarekana Doga, Agarekana Doga, Agarekana Doga, Agarekana Doga, Agarekana Doga, Agarekana Doga, Agarekana let the people praise him he says then shall the earth yield for her increase so the earth can yield when you stand before a barren land he says put me in remembrance then when you are done praying oh Paul and Silas after you pray sing and let the mighty one that sits upon the throne come and rent the heavens. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runneth to it like the ark of Noah and they are saved. Listen. The Bible says, though the olive may not produce, 
they may not be fixed on the vine. He said, yet, yet I will rejoice. I will rejoice. I will joy in the God of my salvation. My Bible says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. It says, though weeping and joys for a night. Koinonia, hear me. Joy comes with the morning. Listen, there is one thing I know about God that no eye has seen, no ear has heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man what the Lord has in store for them that love him. But the Bible says he has revealed them that when I praise him, when I lift up a cry and say, Lord, remember me concerning this, when I'm done saying it, I begin to sing and dance like a madman and sing my way to another level and dance my way to another dimension. It does not make sense. He said, I will sing unto the Lord for he has triumphed gloriously. The horses and his rider has been thrown into the sea. Hallelujah. Please hear me. Do not trivialize what you have heard. Do not trivialize this deep mystery. Your destiny helper has a book of remembrance. Men have books of remembrance. Listen, there are things you have done for the kingdom. Some of you have served God. Some of you have prayed. Some of you have helped men. Some of you, your parents lifted people and everybody has forgotten about you. Let me tell you what to do when there are men in your life who can help you and they forget about you. Don't go knocking their offices. You are, you are doing it the wrong way. Go to the God of all flesh, the Father of spirits. Raise a cry before him. Unto thee that answers prayer shall all flesh come. Lord, I bring before you this petition. I am a member of welfare department. I am a member of prayer band. I'm a member of worship team. Let God be true. He says to lift up that incense and then begin to sing. Can you open your mouth and begin to blast in tongues? Pray in the spirit. Koinonia, pray. Man of God, pray. Businessman, pray. pray. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Please look at me. Esther chapter 6 verse 1. Please media help us quickly. Esther chapter 6 and verse 1. And on that night could not the king sleep the same way 
Nebuchadnezzar or Zedarius could not sleep because the three Hebrew boys, Daniel, was in the lion's den. Listen, I'd like you to pray in tongues for the next one minute. And listen, this should be your focus when you pray. Father, wake everyone sleeping who should be awake to remember me. Lift your voice and pray in the spirit. On that night, then could not Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So number one, the king had to wake up. Number two, he commanded to bring the book of remembrance. You are about to pray. Say after me in the name of Jesus. Say, Father, I stand by the blood. And in the name of Jesus. And I declare tonight. Let the book of remembrance in heaven and on earth concerning me, concerning my reward, let it be open now. Lift your voice and pray. <laughs> Hallelujah. Please look up. Look up. 
Listen. The first time the Spirit of the Lord opened the book of Esther to me. The book of Esther as a book containing a mystery of favor was opened to me. It was a February of that year. The entire month I prayed favor. I prayed favor into my life. I believed it with all my heart because I found it there that books can be opened. Hallelujah. Now, listen. Favor is real. Please hear me. Don't sit down waste your time and hate God for nothing. Favor is very, very real. Hallelujah. All blessings come from God through men to you. From God through men to you. When the book is opened in heaven, the spirit opens the book. And the bride also opens the book on earth. It is the spirit and the bride that tells the word to come. Listen, it is not difficult when the book is opened. Ahasuerus said, what should be done to a man who the king chooses to honor? It's a choice. It's a choice. God can choose to honor you. Jacob have I loved. Esau have I hated. There is nothing that can be done when God's jealousy has been invested upon you. Listen to me. Believers, in Christ we are people who are beloved. Do you know what it means to be loved? That means God has made himself vulnerable to you. Beloved. I have loved thee with an everlasting love, he said. And I have drawn you with my loving kindness. But that the book of remembrance be opened. I have seen these books opened. Even for me, I've sat down quietly and suddenly God brings to my mind the names of people. Not word of knowledge. Not word of knowledge. God does not just tell me their names. God connects something they had done to my life and I suddenly become indebted to them. I just remember. A woman had done something for me years ago. Very trivial thing. I think it was towards the end of last year. It just became a burden in my heart for no reason. Clear the school fees of the children. Help them with whatever you can do. It was a burden. The woman never, she was not even in contact with me. I didn't even have her details. And I had to look for someone. I said, please, can you help me access so, 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 and so? Say, yes. I said, please, let me have her details. And suddenly, I looked at it. And I said, okay, no problem. Madam, can I help you? This is what the Lord is putting in my heart. The woman said, this is an answered prayer. I've been crying. I'm a widow. I'm a widow. See, let me tell you. Don't go around harassing people to help you. That's not the way it works. Everything works in the realm of the spirit. Stay and pray and declare and declare and sing and declare that the heavens open up its book, that the seven seals be broken, that it be opened. Weep not, for the book is opened. When the book is opened, that remembrance. Suddenly someone will call you and say, ah, I forgot you. Remember what happened to the butler. I remember my wrong this day.
Have you not blessed people in your life? Did you not win souls in your life? Have you not served the purposes of the kingdom? Hear me believers. Don't be ashamed of your service. It is a memorial that can rise before God. Hezekiah turned his face to the wall. And Hezekiah cried and said, remember, O God, do not forget. Bless the Lord, O my soul. And all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not his benefits. Lord, you have said, if I obey and I serve you, I will spend my years in prosperity. My days in joy. You have said it. And I serve you with all my heart. Let the blessings that follow service follow me. It's a petition. You are placing a demand like Mordecai. The Bible does not record it. But I believe that whilst Mordecai sat at the gate, he continued to speak and call upon the God of the Hebrews. Avenge me, my adversary. Haman is in the palace causing mayhem to me and to the people of the Lord. Arise in your mercy. Listen. There are things that can happen between you and God on account of your service. That when the enemy raises an assault against your family, against your life, you can stand up with a counter petition. Lord, remember. Remember. When God is jealous towards you, it has happened, it has happened. I'm telling you what I do myself. And I'm sharing with you these secrets. Koinonia, let me tell you. This is October. But if you believe the things I'm saying and the books are opened, you will be surprised at the unending. You will come and testify here that someone who forgot you, remembered you and said, sorry, is your father still alive? Is your, ah. When Joseph met with um, Benjamin, and all the other brothers, he asked them a question. He said, is your father still alive? Is everything well with you? Is this well with you? Fetch them and bring them to Egypt. They brought them, they settled at Goshen, and they were prosperous until Joseph died. And Joseph said, when you go out of Egypt, carry my bones. Carry this principle. Carry this pattern with you. Don't lose it. This is the structure. It's an ordinance. Carry it together. Hallelujah. There are things that God has done for others for the sake of others. There are things that God does for the saints for the sake of Jesus. There are things that can happen to Mephibosheth because he's connected to the house of Saul. Please hear me believers who are rounding up. I truly want your life to experience the reality of God's grace. I want you to touch these mysteries, to experience them in a way and a manner that makes you exceptionally fruitful. Remember the Lord told us at the beginning of this year that I will make you exceeding fruitful. He said it. He said it and I believed him. It's a year of extraordinary fruitfulness. And now I show you the mystery of remembrance. That a book can be opened. You can call upon the God of heaven and say, Lord, remember, remember, remember. 
my father was a missionary. You can tell God he's gone to be with the Lord. But remember, he served you even at the point of death. Lord, this is not how you reward them that serve you. Suddenly the book is open. And God says, let me come and invest my favor upon this family for the sake of the sacrifice. It is not always about what you have done personally. You can take advantage of every good thing. Philemon chapter 1 and verse 6. That the communication of your faith might become effectual through the acknowledging of every good thing that is in you in Christ. You can take advantage of every good thing. Lord, I'm in the worship team. Come. I sing. I sing. I stand before your people and I sing. Lord, when apostle is preaching, I'm also standing. Sometimes I am tired, but I'm standing. Remember, oh God, your service. And the heavens open towards you. And God comes to you. Son, what should I do? And you say, oh God, bless me. Give me wisdom, give me favor. And he opens up your heavens. Do not waste your yesterday. Many of you made good use of it. Use it as a memorial. Let it rise to heaven. Speak to him concerning every matter. Don't forget what I taught you. Don't forget the scripture that I taught you. That you stand before God and say, remember concerning this issue. Remember. You can confront him concerning any issue. Bring your strong reason. Lord, let the plague of death end in this family. Why should the plague of death end? Lord, even if everybody served idols, I stand as a preach. I stand as a priest. I have called upon the name of the Lord. And Adam knew his wife again. And she bore Seth. And men began to call upon the name of the Lord. I stand as a preach in my family. Hallelujah. Let me give you one prayer point, last prayer point, and then we are done. I'd like you to pray and say, Lord, every good thing that should come into my life, as declared by your word, as declared by scripture, I declare that on account of this remembrance, I receive it by faith. Let it come. Please lift your voice and pray. I receive it by faith. Every good thing. I taste every good thing. Every good thing. Every Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. 
I decree and I declare over your life in the name of Jesus, the Son of the living God. I stand by the privilege of God's grace and I call upon our Father who is the God in heaven concerning you, concerning your family, concerning the issue of request. I agree with you. Let the book of remembrance be opened now. Let the book of remembrance be opened now. Let the book of remembrance that archives your faithfulness. Let the book of remembrance that archives your sacrifice. Let the book of remembrance that archives your consistency. Let the book of remembrance that records your diligence, your unbendedness, the service you have served in the house of God. I stand before the God of all heavens and I declare, let it be opened now. And I pray in Jesus' name that every Ahasuerus that sustains the influence, the wealth, the intellectual prowess, the access to lift you and take you from the gate of your destiny into the palace. I command, let there be no sleep for them tonight. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. I place an anointing upon you. And in the name of Jesus, Karuska by that anointing, I declare that as you walk the length and breadth of your territory, your city, everyone anointed and ordained to remember you for good, I compel that the anointing will cause them to do so. I bring your ministry before the God of heaven. Let it be remembered tonight. I bring your family before the God of heaven. Let them be remembered tonight. I bring your education before the God of heaven. I command remembrance tonight. I bring your finances before the God of heaven. I provoke remembrance tonight. I bring your marriage before the God of heaven. I provoke remembrance tonight. I bring your business before the God of heaven. I provoke remembrance tonight. I bring your destiny before the God of heaven. I provoke remembrance tonight. I even bring your past before the throne of heaven. And I declare remembrance for the sake of mercy. That every dimension like Joseph that you would have entered and has been delayed for two years delayed for three years delayed for 25 years delayed for 60 years there are blessings God spoke to your grandparents it's been delayed for decades by the mystery of remembrance I bring you into that inheritance I bring you into that experience I'm praying that between now and the end of October, 
as surely as the Lord lives, let there be a sign in your life. Let there be a sign in your academics, a sign in your ministry, a sign in your family. In the name of Jesus Christ. The last prayer for you. Everything you have lost. Please believe the prayer. Whether it is money you have lost. Relationships you have lost. Assets you have lost. Any kind of thing. Your spiritual life. Your fire. I stand by the God of heaven. And I decree and declare. On account of the book of remembrance being opened, I provoke sudden restoration. Sudden restoration. By the power of the Holy Ghost. Sudden restoration. Listen. And I not only pray for you, I pray for everyone connected to you. Connected to you by blood. Connected to you spiritually. Let the extension of this mystery of remembrance reach them. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Let me challenge you before I do the altar call. Please listen. I'd like you to use this weekend into next week as God grants you grace. Please put this that I teach you to work. Don't just get excited for nothing. Many of you need to go back to God on behalf of your family. Do business with God. I'd like you to put your destiny in front of you and negotiate your way into dimensions of power, dimensions of grace. Remember, oh God, sing before him, dance before him. Do it as a couple. Do it as brothers and sisters. Do it as fellow church members, fellowship members. Stand before God with understanding and watch the wonder-working power of the mysteries of the kingdom. Lord, we give you all the praise. Let the name of the Lord be praised. Lord, may we have many testimonies from tonight's encounter. In the name of Jesus Christ. Everyone stand, please, if you can. We believe you are mightily blessed. To connect with the ministry and get more from Apostle Joshua Selman, follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Koinonia ENI. To stream Koinonia Live, go to mixler.com forward slash And download the teachings on koinoniasermons.org. For questions and inquiries, call 0814-721-4444 or 0906-2000.